everyone, and welcome back to Keeping Up with Kayla. I am so excited to be sharing this episode with you. Today, I talked with Stephanie Triantos from Lemonade Solutions. She is such an incredible human being. She is truly so beautiful inside and out, and I am so excited to be able to share her story with you today. So if you are new here, my name is Kayla Rose. Please don't forget to subscribe to Keep Me Up With Kayla on iTunes or follow on Spotify. I am truly, truly grateful for each and every one of you who are taking seconds, minutes out of your day to listen to my podcast. It really, really means so much to me. And today from this interview, we talked about how Stephanie developed Lemonade Solutions and how she experienced a pretty chaotic childhood how she found sobriety, and how she really, truly embodies the quote, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Kayla. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Are you enjoying this weather? Yes. Oh my God. I woke up today and I went outside and it's beautiful Sunday. So just excited to get outside and enjoy the weather. I know. Oh my gosh, it's definitely getting me through. Definitely making me a little antsy. I'm like, stay, stay home, stay home. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, so nice. It's, oh my gosh, it's amazing. So you've been on the Cape this week? Is that where you've been? Yeah. Doing yeah. So work. my family has a house here. It's like my favorite place in the world. Um, it's right on the ocean. So I actually have the waves just like crashing, you know, right behind me. Um it's just, it's amazing to come here. So we've been quarantining here, me and my husband, uh, working from home. And then I actually have a client here. So for two different oh reasons, kind of spending some time. That's so amazing. The best of both worlds. And especially yeah. during this time, it's the little, the little getaway that is, yeah. oh, heaven. That is so <laughs> amazing. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you again so much for taking time to come on to my podcast. And I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to really kind of get into how we met and into your life story. Cause I don't even really know. I feel like that much about you before your business. So mm-hmm. I'm excited as just as much as I'm sure everyone else is to hear about that. <laughs> All right. So I feel like I just wanted to like kind of make sure that everyone knows how we met and yep. I met you through Instagram. I feel like I remember you like, like something of mine or I I don't know how I came across your profile, maybe right from the beginning, Mm -hmm. but I remember just thinking like, oh my gosh, this is Instagram goals. There's no way that there is like an account this perfect. It's so beautiful. And then I also got to talking with you and I was like, oh my gosh, and she's so nice. This is just like not even possible. So <laughs> I was so, so happy to have you come over for a consultation to see if you could help me with my room. I had just moved back from college at the time, whatever, two years ago. And I feel like I thought I was organized because there was nothing on my floor. Like mm-hmm. that's like what my previous definition of oh I'm organized you know everything's away and it's not messy on the floor but I never really felt like I had a purpose for where everything was or anything like that so it was like the perfect timing for me in terms of like when I came across your page and your business and then also like in my life at the moment I was moving in and settling in so um 
so yeah, I after the consultation, I just totally fell in love with you and everything you uh-huh. had to say. I oh my god, I was like, I can't wait for her to come back. Like, <laughs> where do I sign? <laughs> thank you thank you you are just seriously the most perfect balance of sweet and serious and I think that that's like the most I just thought it was so amazing like you're so easy to get along with and chat with especially during the time like when you came over and we completely reorganized it was just so much fun it felt like just like girlfriends hanging out you know even though we were folding laundry And I truly enjoyed every second of of that organizing my room. And I also just thought the thing that really stood out to me the most and what I think makes you stand out compared to other people is your tagline is organize, style, and maintain. And especially the maintenance part, Mm -hmm. I felt like that for me was you wouldn't let you wouldn't like leave until I knew how to fold my shirts and the difference between the shirts and the tank tops and the shorts and how everything you just made sure that I knew how to keep that organization and not just you know come swooping in and organize it and be like all right good luck trying to you know yeah keep this all the all the same so I think that that was so so amazing and I didn't even expect that to happen and that was such a a wonderful surprise and I'm definitely proud to still be able to and even like teach my sister like this is not efficient in terms of space like you gotta fold this this way (laughs) yeah Oh my gosh. So yeah, I wanted to though back up and just talk about how you got to where you are now, Lemonade Solutions. Um, I think as consumers, as we scroll through Instagram, we lose sight of that blood, sweat, and tears that go into what you have created uh, behind so many of our favorite brands and businesses. And I hope to kind of bring that to life today. So I'll kind of you know, ask some questions now and stop chatting because I can totally <laughs> go on forever about how much I love you and your business. Aww, you're so sweet. I can do the same. So feel free to cut me off at any point because I just feel like, you know, as far as my business and even just, you know, my story in general, I feel like I can just keep talking about it forever because my story and, you know, all the things that I've been through have led me to this point. And not that that's, you know, different from many other people, but, you know, what I had gone through personally really just connects so well with my business. So I just feel so strongly and so passionately. And um, I don't know exactly where I should start, but I guess, um, you know, as a child, this is kind of where all of this stems from. And I didn't even know that when I started my business, you know, this is something I almost fell into. I had a business partner when I first started and she kind of introduced me to this whole world of organization. Although it was something that I was somewhat practicing on my own, I really just kind of dove into this industry and the mindset and, you know, just all the things that come along with organization and slowly realizing like, this is something that I've been, you know, transforming in my personal life for so long now that it just, it blends so perfectly that it's just, you know, I was looking for my purpose for so long and this is never what I expected it to be, which is even more of a blessing. But um, so to go back to, you know, my childhood, I grew up with, I know we talked about this briefly before, but four siblings. Um, So I'm one of five that I grew up in my home with. I have a couple of other siblings with my dad's marriage. Um, 
but so there was five kids, my mom, my stepdad, and my grandmother all in like a 1300 square foot home. So wow, there was a lot of us. There was a lot of chaos. Um, my mom went to nursing school and then she went to law school. So she was really, really busy. My stepdad was somewhat of a stay-at-home dad. He had jobs off and on, but really was just there to support her because she was moving so quickly in her careers. Um, you know, and that took a turn at some point and I won't get into too many details, but there was a lot of trauma growing up. I'd say when I was in high school, um, where things just kind of went sour and they went south for my parents. Um, I'm the oldest of the siblings. So I kind of, at that point was helping, them you know get ready for school and do their homework while trying to figure out you know at 14 15 years old how to live my own life um you know so the parental figures kind of slowly dwindled with them so I was really just like trying to figure out like how to live so um at that point priorities of a normal 15 year old were different for me so organization and structure was not a part of my life whatsoever it was basically about survival um and also trying to cope with you know what was happening at home and you know so I didn't make the best choices and that kind of spiraled into a lot of other things that I went through you know graduating high school and into college a little bit um where just the decisions I were making wasn't good so fast forward that was like a crazy time so I'll fast forward to when I was like 22 23 where I kind of came out of this tunnel and all of a sudden like I just I realized that I wanted my life to be different things were really dark and heavy and I didn't know who I was I was a shell of a person um you know I got into some addiction issues and I just, I finally, like, I just, like, screamed and I cried and was just like, this needs to change. Um, So this is kind of where, like, my full life transformation happened. Um, So I got sober about six and a half years ago. um, And I just, I feel like that's a big part of my story because the inward transformation turned into the outward transformation of all of the organization. So they kind of went cohesively together. That is so, so beautiful. And again, you, you know, look on Instagram and see all these pretty white pictures and you just think the, oh, everything is so perfect in her life. And, you know, until you really take the time to, you know, get to know everyone's story, Mm -hmm. you realize one, how relatable and just inspiring you are on every level. And it just makes Lemonade Solutions that much more special. <laughs> and oh my gosh, that is, thank you so, so much for sharing that. I know that can't be easy and it probably has been difficult to figure out how to say it or, you know, timing and everything mm-hmm. like that. So thank you so much for taking the time and sharing that yeah. with with me. Um, so kind of going back a little mm-hmm. bit, I cannot even imagine being the oldest of five. <laughs> oh my God, I'm the oldest of two. And I feel like, and I kind of 
obviously, you know, did not. One of the things I learned early on was, you know, even if you have something similar and you can relate to people in terms of their stories, never to say like, oh, I know what you went through. I know how Mm -hmm. you feel because you totally don't. Even if you have everything the same lineup, you do not know how that person feels or what they went through. But I can relate in a way in terms of feeling like, you know, you took care of your siblings. I feel like I did that as well in middle school when my parents separated as well. I felt like I kind of just quickly and swiftly took over this kind of maternal mm-hmm. role whether I meant to or like to or not and it I'm sure it has to do with a little bit of my personality as well but also just you know you do what you got to do in the yep. moment um and I cannot even imagine what that felt like I I just looked after my sister and I, mm-hmm. I feel like so I can't even imagine five. Yeah. Oh my gosh um so you were about sometime in between that like middle school and high school time that you really took on that those roles I would say it was like my sophomore year in high school where things kind of turn or at least where there was more of a light shed on the situation that was going on at home um where like of course I was a teenager so I won't sit here and say you know I did everything for my siblings but almost that like maternal instinct of trying to you know be a kid and focus on important things but I think just the stress was so high that, you know, I stopped going to school and just like really caused a ruckus <laughs> at that age. Yeah. Um, I think I was really looking for attention from my mother. And so, of mm-hmm. course, you know, you can go one way or the other. And I felt if it was negative attention, it's better than no attention. So yeah. um, I suffered from that a lot and obviously realized later in life that that's not a way to change anyone you know I can't change what's happening at home by destroying my own life so the self-destruction totally it's just I was still a kid you know so just really learning like different habits that even now when I feel you know in the middle of a pandemic if I feel doubtful and you know what's happening with my business and what am I supposed to do and all these questions and fears that come up and any kind of self-destructive behavior isn't going to change it in a positive way, even if it feels comforting, because that's kind of what I relied on for so long that it's almost an instinct, but being able to now push through that and do something differently and do something in a positive way to change how I'm feeling and being in control of certain things and knowing that I can't be in control of other things. That is so amazing. That's so beautiful that you can even recognize that and also learn from that and obviously apply it in different ways. That is is so inspiring and motivating. Um, Where did you grow up? Like in, did you grow up in Maine? Have you always been in Maine Um, or? Yeah, well, I moved around a little bit. Um, Most of my family is north of Boston which is why I work with clients down there because, you know, I have family and friends in that area. But I moved to Southern New Hampshire when I was, I think, like 10. Um, So I lived there until I was about 18 and then moved, you know, back to the Boston area with my family and went to school for a little bit, Um, but mostly in New Hampshire. Okay. Awesome. That's so awesome. And did you, did you go to college? Did you end up going to college or... What did you do after? Yeah, so I moved in with my grandparents and I went to North Shore Community College for a short time. You know, like I said, and I won't get into like every detail, but things were not going well. 
Um, I almost didn't graduate from high school because, like I said, I kind of stopped going to school and just, you know, was partying a little bit too much with my friends and just, like, didn't have structure at home at all. So I was just kind of like a wild child. Um, Yeah. But I tried to, you know, take the college route and my grades weren't good enough to get into, like, a four-year school. But I was like, I'm going to attempt to do this. Like, I always knew that I wanted to be better, but I just, like... I didn't know how or what to do, but that was kind of my first step in attempting, but I just was not ready. So I went to school for like a semester um, and I just was like, I'm not ready. I don't know what I want to do. And, you know, life started to get worse, not better. So Mm -hmm. I did try that. Um, And then I ended up going back to school once I got sober and I went to SMCC in South Portland and I took entrepreneurship classes. I always knew I wanted to own my own business. My family is riddled with entrepreneurs. So I've always had that on my dad's side. Um, there's a lot of, you know, business ownership and all of that. So it was something I always wanted to do. It was just what? What will I do? So yeah. I took business classes at SMCC and then I got married and bought a home and just a lot of things were changing. So I took a break from school and then lemonade kind of happened. Um, you know, since I took those classes, I did have some skills on writing a business plan and kind of figuring out those different things. I used score, which is in Portland as a resource to kind of help me figure out the logistics of the business. But so I didn't end up finishing the school, but you know, I think all of my, all of the things that I went through in life has helped me so much just with this business. And, you know, when I meet with clients, we're not just talking about organization. Like a lot of times we're talking about, you know, their marriages or divorces or trouble with their kids. Like there's so many other things going on that I don't want to say it's like a therapy session, but think of like when you go to see your hairdresser. You know, I know when I go to see mine, we talk about so many different life things and it's just, I feel like being a good person and listening to my clients and just being there for them. Like there's just so many different components to this business that I never even knew would be a part of it. And it's just, it's so amazing. Oh, that is so amazing. I know. I totally agree with like, you go to, you know, you learn things, whether that's in school or, you know, some other curriculum, whether it's like a mentorship program online or something, but no one teaches you yep. those things like people skills and all that and how much that really does play into your business and the success of it. Though so that is, I can't even imagine, you know, the stories and the things that you know about people from those mm. three hour sessions of going through everything. And especially because those objects in their home are so personal and that's like a big thing as to what you do is and I remember when you went through my stuff I thought which I do I take a little bit of pride in being organized and like Uh keeping weeding through things and not really being like too too attached to things is when you physically held things up and said do you need this it was so different than when I was holding it and I was like oh yeah I need this or oh yeah I haven't ordered in a year but maybe next spring like no that's not true (laughs) oh my gosh so when did you or how did you meet your husband in all of this kind of chaos so my husband and I are both sober so we kind of met there's like this little community of people that 
you know, we've actually stayed close with over the past six years. Um, so I have a couple of friends that I'm very close with that we all kind of went through similar life problems together, but we also found a solution together. So um, my husband and I both, you know, don't drink or do anything. So um, we yeah. met in that way. And then obviously our relationship has evolved into so many other different layers. But I think having that common bond of our past has been really great. And that was kind of the foundation. But like I said, obviously, we've been through so much more, but that's how we originally met. That's so, so beautiful. And that's so amazing that you have someone that can understand and appreciate what being sober means to you. And that's something that you can both celebrate as individuals, but also together. Yeah. That's, I mean, oh, it's, that's it's something like, it's interesting, because I've met, you know, different people through like business, um, networking and stuff like that, where we've become friends and not everybody understands. It's not even that I can't drink. It's just that I don't, I don't want to drink, you know, I don't feel a need to like prior to like when I was younger, like I drank because I felt uncomfortable being around people and I just needed something where people would accept me or I'd be the funny person in the room. And I just needed these extra things to build confidence. And now that's something that I have. Not that it's perfect every single day, but I don't feel the need to do that. And people use alcohol in different ways. And I obviously, you know, commend anyone that just kind of drinks to have fun. And I think that's great. I have plenty of friends that do, but for me, it just looked different. So I think it's just great to be able for me to enjoy life and not need that, that extra crutch, I would say, just to feel accepted and to feel better about who I am. Like I have that without any other substance. So yeah, it's not that I can't. And some people, you know, don't really understand it. So I think it's good to kind of talk about um, when I meet new people and they're like, why don't you drink? And it's almost this like people don't understand. And I think it's so funny, but I guess if you haven't, you know, had a family member or a friend that's gone through any kind of addiction, it would be hard to understand, but I enjoy not drinking. So it's not anything where I'm like, anything's being taken away from me, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's so, so amazing. I'm so glad, again, that you shared this story because I also, I I haven't personally struggled with addiction, but I also personally choose not oh. to drink, um, yeah. especially during this time. Um, and that's more new. Um, and I, you know, every once in a while I will with my friends, my friends know, but I have been challenging myself the past year to just, okay, maybe I'll have one, but then like after one, let's, let's have just, you know, a water with a lemon or I just have challenged myself to mm-hmm. be the healthiest version yep. of myself. And sometimes that is having fun and having a drink, but also most of the time I'm like, I want to be my, the same person that, you know, is just as yeah. fun without yeah. the alcohol. So um, that's been, like you said, confidence and everything like that. And so that's been my goal is just, I don't personally think it's yeah. like that fun. <laughs> so I personally choose not to. And I think it is, it is awesome that more people I find are talking about sobriety or even just like clean or times mm-hmm. in their life. And um, hopefully that the culture ch- will change because I think that it is, once you look at it and really realize how easy it is to kind of slip into 
that's just like drinking all the time or you know every single thing I feel like is always celebrate drink celebrate this or you know it's it's so hard in our culture so I hope that we'll have we'll continue to kind of push that into not having that much pressure around it because I think especially when you're younger if if people in high school and middle school could understand like it doesn't have to be glorified Mm -hmm. in the way that it is and then um, hopefully people can have a healthier relationship yeah. with it early on. And then also yeah. for the rest I of their I think that's lives. really great that you said that because as far as like being the same person, like whether someone is working with me and, you know, they're a client of mine or a friend, like they're going to get the same person every single time they interact with me. Obviously, like there's different yeah. moods and, so- you know, things that are going on in life, but like you're not going to get like my personality doesn't vary as much as it used to it's just like this is what you get and I'm the same regardless yeah that's awesome which I love I love you oh my gosh you are the best (laughs) um so I want to talk a little bit about just like developing Mm -hmm. lemonade solutions as well so did your husband help you out at all or how did you kind of get into this like Oh my God, like that developmental part where you like ha- thought of the idea and then um, yeah, so on it. a lot of different things went into almost the idea. And like I said, really briefly, um, it is a part of my story, but I did have a business partner in the beginning. And I know I mentioned that really quickly, but so she kind of introduced the organizing and, you know, I Googled Marie Kondo, like I had who she was. I didn't know that organizing was a thing. I didn't know it was something that you could make money doing. So I did a lot of research. And like I said, I, you know, I had been somewhat decluttering and organizing my life for the past couple of years prior to that. But I just, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just kind of doing it. So to be able to put almost like a tag on like, okay, this is, this is what I'm actually doing. I could potentially help someone do this because I've gone through it myself. So being really disorganized, like I said, as a kid, and some of that is normal to certain children. And as you grow up, things change, priorities change. And so when I met my husband, he, I talk about this all the time. Like I thought he was OCD because like he was just on such another level that I was like, who lives this way? Like I didn't grow up like this and I have, you know, another side of my family where like they're super clean and have like really nice things. And, you know, my mom's side, not so much. And so I've seen both sides and I know that like people can live in homes that are clean and organized, but like I had never personally done it. So to like connect that with someone who is 23 years old and like folded their clothes and put them away and did the dishes and just like so strategically that I was like what is going on like my brain just didn't work that way so (laughs) as like our relationship evolved and I realized like okay we're moving forward we're probably going to live together I slowly started changing my habits like just a part of it was that I wanted to and some of it was that I almost wanted to impress him and I didn't want him to know how I was living So, um, it kind of started there and then it just snowballed into, you know, we've got our first apartment together and I just, I really wanted to be proud of where I lived and I didn't have much at the time. So there wasn't much to declutter. Obviously I slowly purchased things, but I think because of my past and I moved around a lot, 
I didn't have a lot of baggage physically. So moving forward, when I purchased things, it was out of gratitude and being intentional. So that's something just because of where my life took me that that was kind of almost an instinct where it turned into like, I don't have a lot of money and I can't just go and buy whatever I want. So when I buy something, it needs to have a purpose. So I was bringing items into my home with that intention. But as far as the organization, I just kind of played around with it. And especially when I started the business, I even more so like I went out and I bought product that I use in people's pantries and I went out and bought all new hangers. Like I am living what I do with my clients in my own home. So that was more of like a newer thing. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, like I need to walk and talk in that way. Like I can't tell people to do something I won't do. And I've always been that way for as long as I can remember. So I really wanted to live and breathe my business personally. So I don't know if I answered your question. Like I said, I started to like go off a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So. That's so awesome. No, I think it's so important to, you know, walk Mm -hmm. the walk and talk the talk and you to totally embody your business and what you do fully. Um, That is so amazing. And how did you come up with the name Lemonade Solutions? I went down like a list of names that I wanted to do. And I remember I wanted to do Coastal Closets. That was the name that I wanted. And so I Googled the the domain name and it was $12,000 to buy it. And I was like, okay, so we'll start over. But that was like, I just love that so much because I service the entire coast of, you know, Boston, well now down to Cape Cod, but up to, you know, Bangor or whatever. So that seems like it was like the perfect thing. It tells everyone what I do. You don't really have to like wonder too much, um, And I wanted to focus primarily on closets in the beginning because that's my favorite project to do. And that's definitely changed. I love a lot of different projects. But so when that was kind of out of the loop, I then just wrote down a bunch of words that I wanted people to think of when they thought of my business. So organized style maintain that I came up with that with just writing like what I wanted my business to stand for. So that's where I got that. And then with lemonade, I just like, I kept writing down fresh and cleanse like over and over. Like these were the words that were coming up. And I was like, how can I, how can I embody freshness and cleansing? And just like, I don't know if it was like Beyonce's song that was like out at the time, or I'm not sure exactly like where that clicked, but like, it was those two words that really, I then thought of lemonade. Um, And I felt it was important to then add the solution because that's what we're doing. We're creating a solution to something that like people cannot figure out. So it's really all about like what that symbolizes. That is so amazing. And that is totally what you have done with your life is just made lemonade out of lemons. That's so beautiful. Totally mm-hmm. comes full circle. Oh my gosh, you are so incredible. Is there any just like general tips or tricks that you give to people if they're like, you know, right now can't afford or you mm-hmm. know, it's just not the right timing um, that you would like to yeah. give people now? 
or that you do, so give, do you give people? So the number one thing I can say is to just start. Like with anything in life that feels overwhelming, the longer we wait, it's not going to get easier. It's something, it's like, it's a priority or a change that you want to make. It's something you have to just start. Like with this business, I was so scared. Will I be able to do it? Not even just with the organizing. And that was somewhat of a fear too, because I've learned so much in the past two years since I kind of came up with the idea. But, you know, will I be good at it? What, like, how will I figure it out? And so I think for me, I had to just start. And whether it was perfect in the beginning, which it wasn't, it's never going to be perfect. So you just have to start. So with that kind of in your mind, what area is it that's bothering you the most? So for a lot of people, it's their closet or their kitchen or pantry area. Those are like the top two where people are like, I need help. So if it's something that you can't afford professional services or, you know, it's just you want to do it yourself. The biggest thing I can say is to start and then to start small. So I would never, when people ask me on Instagram, you know, different questions or emails or whatever, and they don't necessarily want to work with me right now, or they want to try it first. I always say just to start small. So if it's the closet, we'll just start there. I wouldn't pull everything out of your closet. Like I know Marie Kondo says like pull everything out, but for someone who doesn't know what they're doing or gets overwhelmed easily, that is a disaster. Like it's like people get overwhelmed and frustrated and then that's when they call me even more upset. Like I can't do this. So I tell everyone to start with one drawer, like give yourself a small goal so that when you actually complete it, you have more confidence to move forward onto the next phase. That is such good advice. I love that. And again, that could be, you know, for anything in life, Mm -hmm. start and start small. And I totally think that that's how you build confidence as well with anything, just meeting those expectations with yourself and not overwhelming yourself with a thousand things that you have to do. And I think that that's even one thing I've been struggling with is, especially during this time of quarantine where you have, you know, so much free time. I'm like, Mm. oh, I can write this blog post and do this and this and this and this. And all of a sudden I don't do anything because I'm like, I didn't just start with the top three things that I need to do today and just do one thing at a time with my whole heart and then move on and be happy with that. So I think we all have a lot of things that we want to do and that we want to focus on. So that's why even for me, the same thing that you just said, like, I'm like, well, I should be writing this blog post and doing this. And I wrote down probably 15 ideas of things that I wanted to do. Like I should be coming out of this quarantine with a whole program of teaching people how to organize. I mean, my brain went wild. And what I realized early on enough in quarantine is that I really wanted to focus on myself. If I'm bettering myself during this time, like that's the best time spent because it overflows into other people's lives. If I'm better, then I can help other people in so many different ways. So that's been a big goal of mine. Um, you know, meditating more and just kind of getting back into a grounded state before things start to change and we go back to somewhat normal um, in the upcoming months. But I also think it's important to acknowledge that if you're organizing at home and something feels good or it feels organized, 
to not compare yourself to Pinterest or, you know, Instagrams. Like my Instagram looks great, but I pick the best photos that I have, you know, and not every project is Instagram or Pinterest worthy. It's what works for the client. So I think it's important to, again, acknowledge if something is working for you, like, I don't what's the expression? Don't fix it. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't fix it. If it's, if it's, I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Don't fix something that's yes. not broken. Yes. Like, right? it's Is just, that the one thing you're thinking about? I yeah. think that that's hard, too, because we're all comparing ourselves to what everyone else looks like. And if you feel great about your bathroom cabinet or, you know, your drawers or whatever, but you're like, well, I need this to feel organized. No. I think it's whatever is going to work for you and to not be hard on yourself. Totally. Oh, so, so beautifully put everything. You're oh welcome. my gosh. Thank you so much, Stephanie, again, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me, especially during your vacation. Um, and again, just being so vulnerable and sharing as much as you did and also Absolutely. giving everyone tangible takeaways too implement into their lives whether that be organizing physically or also just yeah. things to think about mindset wise um so where can people find you where would you like yeah them so to everything is pretty much this? the same the only issue that sometimes people have is lemonade is l-e-m-o-n-a-i-d so but it's lemonade solutions.com lemonade solutions on instagram facebook pinterest wherever um it's all basically the same so it's pretty easy yes awesome oh my gosh thank you again stephanie i can't i'm so i i've probably said so many times thank you and i'm so grateful but i truly truly am trying to get that across you're welcome <laughs> so thank you so much all and right bye kayla thank I you i will talk to you soon bye